0: Hi, this is John Biney. You're listening to TV Confidential. Well, that's right, here. Come on, come on. Come on out here.
1: And Roberts with a reminder that we will welcome Jay Moriarty, longtime writer, producer for The Jeffersons, beginning at the top of the hour. Stay tuned for that in the meantime, and to get us in the mood for our conversation about The Jeffersons and Norman Lear, we thought we'd replay a conversation that originally aired in early 2019 with our friends Howard Storm and Bud Burton Moss. Howard Storm, prolific television director, including 60 episodes of Mork and Mindy and many other shows produced by Gary Marshall and MTM Productions. Before he became a director, Howard worked on stage as a stand-up comedian, as well as with the renowned improvisational group The Committee. He also wrote episodes of such classic TV series as The Bob Newhart Show and All in the Family. Howard's memoir, The Imperfect Storm, is available through our friends, at Bear Manor Media, while Bud Moss, legendary Hollywood talent agent and talent manager, represented many of the brightest stars in movies, television, and sports for more than six decades. Plus, he had a hand in casting many of the most iconic comedy and drama series in TV history. Bud's memoir, *Hollywood: Sometimes the Reality is Better Than the Dream, is available through Amazon.com. Among other things, Howard, Bud, and I talked about the genius of Norman Lear, Carl Reiner, and Gary Marshall. But as we pick up the conversation, I had just asked Howard why it is that comedy writers always seem to work in pairs.
2: My feeling for me, I don't know if it's anybody else, but it's a lonesome thing to write. It's very lonesome. And I, I hated it when my, I remember my partner got sick. He was in the hospital and I had to write it on my own. And it was such a struggle and so painful not to have somebody there to talk to. Because I, I'm a gregarious person and I love to talk to people. Um, the only time I liked writing was when we did the rewrites of a show and all the writers came together and you were up till 3, 4 in the morning, you know, improving the script. But And that was very exciting to me, to be around that. I guess the fact that it's, it's a lonely thing to do.
1: But you've worked with many writers, you worked with many directors throughout your career you represented many writers and directors do you have any thoughts as as to why it takes two people to write comedy versus only one person to write a drama
0: and i cannot start to list the names of the writers over the years that i've that i've worked with and that i've known going back to norman lear and uh, and his partner and uh uh people like sam denoff there's a long list of them that all howard knows and the, the, the key to writing comedy is to bounce off ideas with your partner. To sit there and try and bounce off ideas by yourself. <sighs> the old joke is like listening to one one hand applaud. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And I think it's, Howard will agree with me on that. I, mean, I no. do. I do agree.
2: And I, the other thing is, if it's Really a good partnership. One of the writers is great at structure and story ideas. That was my partner. I was great at the jokes. You know, I would be able to add the comedy, uh, the heavy comedy. But uh, he was wonderful at structure and ideas. And we had a very successful writing career. We uh, did... All the family, from that, we got a Bob Newhart, which was the first starring role for Henry Winkler. Mm -hmm. It was uh, called Clink Shrink. Mm
1: -hmm. I remember that show.
2: Yeah, well, where Bob decides to uh, donate his time to an ex-con, any ex-con guy coming out of prison trying to make a life for himself, and he's standing out in the hall waiting for the guy to show up, And every guy that comes off the elevator looks like a murderer. And Bob Newhart is getting more nervous as the time passes. But every one of them are going to the dentist not not to see him. And then finally, Henry Winkler shows up. And he's just in a warm, gentle soul, but an out-and-out thief. He says to Bob, why are you giving up this time? It's Monday, football. Don't you like football? He said, yes, but I, I'm giving it up to do this. And he said, well, why don't you tape it? And Newhart says, I don't have a tape machine. And the next week, he comes in with a tape machine. <laughs> with does. He went and he stole a, a tape machine <laughs> for, for Bob.
0: <laughs> I have to tell you, Ed, and I'm sure Howard will agree, I first met Carol O'Connor in New York, mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere in the late 50s. And he was the most articulate. He sounded like like he'd been living in Ireland most of his life. Uh, He studied with the Abbey Theater, if I remember correctly. And for him to make this transition to this loud, boisterous, almost ridiculous character that he created with Archie Bunker was so amazing, because it was not the real Carol O'Connor, and I just used to go and watch the shows. We, Our office, General Logos Corporation, put him into the series of um, All in the Family. So it was really kind of a treat. He made two or three other pilots before that, but never sold.
1: And of course, I understand that Carol O'Connor was not the first choice to play Archie. In fact, I don't know whether they filmed anything with Mickey Rooney, but I, I've read... In other places, that Mickey Rooney was at one point was considered the first choice to play Archie Bunker. That I,
0: that I did not know. That I didn't know.
1: I do know that they had a failed uh, pilot
2: before the, they finally got, got it right. That they did the pilot for, I don't know what network it was, and it didn't work. They didn't buy it.
0: It was like Happy Days, uh, Howard. Uh, yeah. They had made the pilot... I can't remember the name of the actor that played Mr. Cunningham.
1: Harold Gould.
0: Harold Gould. That's when I got the call, wanting to know Tom's availability, and Millie Gussie, who was the casting lady at the time, sent Tom the script. And he kind of wobbled. He said, oh, gee, I don't know if I want to do a series at this point in my career, having won a Tony on Broadway for playing Fiorello and having a very interesting film career. But from the moment that we sat down with Gary Marshall... His dad was always present at the time, and it was a treat just to see the two of them kind of come up with these marvelous ideas for these characters. That's when Tom kind of got hooked into the show, and um, we were all there for that uh, that new pilot that they made, and the rest was uh, 11 years of history. It was an amazing show.
1: It was an amazing show, and it's amazing to be spending time with Bud Moss and... Got your happy price, Priceline. Howard, when you wrote your episode for Happy Days, did you do that freelance or?
2: Yeah, we did. It was freelance. We, uh, we always freelance, but we, we were very lucky. We did the first thing, as I mentioned, was all the family. Then we did a Newhart. Then we did a, a Partridge family. And then we sold the pilot to NBC that got caught up in a lawsuit between uh, Johnny Carson and NBC uh, arguing who owned the rights to the pilot because uh, we had pitched it through Johnny Carson's company. It was a long lawsuit, and when the lawsuit ended, they, they kind of cooled off on the, the idea, but we were paid and we wrote a pilot that was never ever even looked at by the guy at NBC.
1: Well, the important thing is you got paid. <laughs> That's right. That yeah. was
2: all we were interested in those days. Yeah.
1: Now, once Gary bought your script for Happy Days, did you work with him, you know? If- no.
2: no, it's the only time that they took the script away from us and handed it to their writers to rewrite. And uh, we had nothing to do with it. And when we saw the show, it had nothing to do with us. <laughs>
1: Yes, but again, that happens in television. And, yes, yes, very
2: often. Very, but before
1: that, that hadn't happened to us. On Newhart,
2: we were involved in the, in the writing of it. On um, Old Family, we were involved. And uh, the Partridge family. But this one uh, somehow or other got away from us.
0: Howard, question Where was Carl Reiner at this time?
2: Carl, I think, was. Uh, Carl
0: was he with Newhart at the time?
2: I don't know. I don't believe so. I think uh, what he did. I think he was writing a pilot at the time called "Flannery and Quilt" with Harold Gould and Red Button, and I played Red Button's future son-in-law. Oh uh, God! His name was Sonny. Uh, actually, his name was Kevin uh, Costelli. His opening thing is he says to Red. Uh, my name is Kevin, but all my friends and family call me Sonny. You can call me Sonny. And Red says,
1: thanks, Kevin.
0: <laughs> I loved Red. as old oh, was a longtime friend. Oh, he was wonderful.
1: Red Buttons was a very funny man. Harold Gould, who you not only worked with on that script you just told us about, but you directed many times on Rhoda. Harold Gould, I would call him, Howard, I would call Harold Gould one of those money-in-the-bank actors. And that you always, yes. always knew. You always knew he was going to be good. And he
2: could play comedy. Yes, it was kind of sneaky his comedy. You know what I mean? You didn't expect it from him. I remember one of the jokes in the thing was it was during the Nixon era. Red's trying to find someone to share the apartment with him because his daughter is leaving, and so he interviews Hal. And one of his questions to him was who did you vote for in the last election? And he says, I'd rather not say. And Red says, yeah, I voted for him too. <laughs> <laughs> Carl was great at writing those kind of jokes. It was just amazing.
1: Bud Moss's memoir, Hollywood, Sometimes the Reality is Better Than the Dream, is available through Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. Howard Storm's memoir, The Imperfect Storm, is available through baremanermedia.com, amazon.com, and wherever books are sold online. Take a quick time out then We will welcome Jay Moriarty, longtime writer, producer of The Jeffersons. We come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us.
2: 800-917-2194 800-917-2194 800-917-2194 That's 800-917-2194
1: This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, are looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at net. talk at tvconfidential.